Rohingya people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Hey, welcome to the America Out Loud Talk Radio. And uh, you're listening to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour, segment one. And um, I want to give thanks today to uh, to Malcolm and the America Out Loud platform, giving uh, people like uh, McCullough, myself, Rish, Bregans, etc. a platform uh, as, a, as a means to fight the tyranny and the work cancel culture that has moved to silence us. And we've been dealing with this for three years, over three years now with COVID. But Malcolm and the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network platform has basically been a principal outlet for us. And I want to thank him. Please go to my substack, my blog, Alexander COVID News. That is A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R space COVID space news. Uh, and you will find a lot of information I, I publish daily on my blogs. I want to, um, America's facing its darkest hour right now. I mean, you could look back in the 1960s with the assassination of John F. Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, I think uh, Elijah Muhammad, the death of Elijah Muhammad, uh, the PCP mescaline era, Timothy O'Leary, and Gunsler. And these people, Kunstler, um, these people near wrecked America. And uh, America really faced this darkest hour with the drug, heroin revolution, peace and love, Hari Rama, Hari Krishna, um, drop in, drop out. Don't just drop in, drop out. It was a really challenging time, angel dust. All these issues, yet America survived. I think now, America faces its darkest hour with Trump. From the very beginning, because he came from the outside and he was not anointed or chosen by the deep state and the legacy media and the puppet masters, etc. He was marked for death from the beginning, that, that they would do any and everything constantly to take him out. And they have not stopped. Uh, the election was lost. I believe because of stolen votes, partly, and because he did lose some votes because of the lockdowns, the fraud COVID pandemic, and the lockdowns that hurt a lot of his people. I think that the Democrats, the rhinos, etc., they've lost so much touch with reality that they won't stop until they have him imprisoned or assassinated. I really do believe that with all of these different charges, bringing him to these different courthouses, on these repeated occasions, Secret Service cannot protect this president. I do believe they're trying to have him assassinated. We will wake up and hear that he was killed. And it will be on the hands of these people for what they're doing. They're trying to get Trump killed. The only way they can defeat Trump is to have him killed 
or in prison. But you see, they forgot one thing. The media didn't create Trump. That's why, after all that they've done, they can't defeat him. It is you, the American people, that created Trump. You chose Trump. And it is only you could defeat Trump. No one else. So right now, you look at Drudge. Drudge, which I used to have respect for that, uh, that platform, Judge has become a, a hit piece against Trump. And, and you know, there are many things, there are many um arguments as to when this happened. Some said it had to do with some union between Judge and Ann Coulter. Some said when Trump and Ann Coulter went sour, Judge turned. It's so many different explanations. But Judge was a huge supporter of Trump all along especially during the primaries the last time and the general. So the reality is right now he's making Trump, Judge is using every possible opportunity to slam Trump and to hurt him. So, you know, you look at the different headlines on Judge right now today, um, as Trump is being uh, indicted in the... Um, in the D.C. courthouse. You see, um, Democrats request live broadcast of court dates. Cobb says President Trump is toast. Second term would be a one-man rule. Another title and drudge is Trump pleads not guilty again and again. Following that, the story is MAGA no-show. I think he's trying to loot. Uh, Trump didn't have much people in the courthouse, etc., Another one that's really shocking to say Trump could die in prison. Another headline that the Don threatens retribution, which I agree with. I mean, proper legal retribution using the full force of the law and the government on his side once re-elected. So we are treated to all of these different stories. There's a story on George right now. Two Navy sailors accused of passing secrets to China. I suppose maybe they were working for Hunter. I don't know. We need to um we need to develop that a little more to see what's going on. There's another story, six white police officers admit they tortured a black man in Mississippi. That's a serious story. That's something we need to really examine and get to the bottom of. Because we can't have that in America. And that is wrong on so many levels and criminal. They must be held accountable. If it's shown that what this story is reporting is true, they must be put to jail for the rest of their life. Today, I wanted to spend time looking at different issues, some public health, some COVID, some politics that was in the media, and I, I managed to write some substacks on I think one, one key story that emerged recently was this issue of vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And I think it emerged again because some have been trying to get to the bottom of what happened around the end of 2021, fall, winter 2021, the beginning of 2022, winter. And it has to do with the CDC and Walensky and these people. What they did was a procedural trick, which was they defined 
when you were vaccinated based on looking at your first dose, second dose, third dose even, and seeing X amount of days from those determines vaccine status. So if you were 7, 14, 21, 28 days after vaccine, you still won't count it as vaccinated. And it had to do with the fact that the CDC and the NIH and the FDA, etc., they came up with a program where they will class vaccinated people who actually took the vaccine as unvaccinated by moving the number of days from the vaccine, from your dose. Why? Because the data was quickly showing that immediately from one to two to five to 10 days post-shot, a lot of the hospitalizations and harms and deaths were accruing in the vaccinated person. So what they had to do is, as much as 14 days post, they needed to shift the goal line and redefine being vaccinated after 14 days. So all from zero days, as you got the shot to 14 or so, they were claiming CDC, et cetera, Walensky, Jar, Fauci, all of these criminals, in my opinion, were claiming that you were unvaccinated. Only from the 15th day on was post full shot, et cetera, were you considered vaccinated. So it really was a trick and a farce to lie to the public and to scare you into compliance. So you would run quickly and vaccinate because they were saying that, look, all of these unvaccinated people were getting hospitalized and dying when in fact these people were vaccinated. So it was a lie. And you know, we have a lot of researchers like uh, Dagan et al, et cetera, who manipulated that and they used it to their advantage by classifying vaccinated people as people who took the shot and 14 days post-shot or 28 days post-shot. And what was happening is before that 21 days, people were getting infected, hospitalized, and dying. So it was all it was all a ruse. It was all a almost a criminal malfeasant duplicitous step to lie to you. And um, you know, there, there, there are a lot of different um, very, very important studies, uh, issues that I wanted to talk about. And I think one of them is uh, Senator Ryan Paul. And I wrote a substack on it in Alexander COVID News where he just made a criminal referral um, striking deep into enemy territory because he made a criminal referral to justice. And basically what he's saying is that Fauci got caught red-handed lying to Congress. And when you read the referral, um, you realize that um, no one is really lifting a finger to do anything about it. And I think Rand Paul should be given some credit. I don't know how far this would go, but basically, he, Rand Paul is saying that Fauci is lying about his involvement with, with coronavirus gain of function. And why he's saying that is that we have a situation where there's a foiled um, conversations, documents, actual phone conversations too, where Fauci is, is stating that the composition of the spike protein and the uh, the research that they were doing and the 
was so unusual that it had to be inserted. That's Fauci was talking to these scientists, like you could say off the cuff, but he, the, he is on record making these statements. Then when he had to give testimony, he completely backtracked. And he's saying that this had to be of natural origin and not uh, manipulated and lab released. The truth of the matter is this is in the center of the problems we face societally, meaning that um, something was released. Something was released that caused influenza-like illness, pneumonia-type illness, breathing difficulties to the general population and across the world, and especially to elderly people with less compliant lungs and respiratory systems, etc., so I am willing to say that when Mina Cherry et al. wrote their paper in 2015 with Ralph Barrett, that seminal paper where they described how they created a chimeric virus using the um, the uh, the spike protein adapted from the horseshoe bat, and they put it onto the to a backbone coronavirus in a mouse model to create a chimeric virus that they said was highly lethal, highly virulent, of pandemic potential. It was infecting the upper respiratory tract, the upper area cells, etc., and that they had no vaccine or no antidote capable of dealing with it. So in 2015, and therefore they were definitely doing research in it from 2013, Mina Cherry et al. were actually telling us that they created this COVID virus. So, so we had problems from then. And what Rand Paul is doing is that he's trying to keep Fauci in the hot seat, which I'm very happy for, because he's trying to say that, look, we have records where Fauci is telling these other scientists like Farah, etc., that this looks man manipulated and man-made. So then when they brought him in front of Congress, He's saying that um, it is it is natural origin and not lab. So, so Rand is now saying that um, he must criminally refer Fauci to justice so Fauci can be investigated. To be honest with you, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. I think it's just a lot of noise, as usual, and we're not going to get anything out of it. And um, because, because all of these people are protected in some way. You see, you have to understand something. I am making the argument that you will get to find out one day that COVID, whatever this thing was, and I don't even believe it's coronavirus, but I know it's some sort of pathogen was released. That this pathogen that caused influenza-like illness, respiratory symptoms, especially lethal to the, to the vulnerable, high-risk elderly patients. I think you will get to find out that the United States government was more heavily involved in this virus than China or any other player. I think you get to find out that the United States attacked the United States. In other words, this was not a release from China. It might well be that this was a release from the United States, from U.S. soil. That's what I'm trying to argue. It's beginning to look like that. 
It's a very, very troubling statement to make. But between Ralph Barrett and uh, Peter Daszak, there's a lot of smoke. And a lot of it makes sense when you sit back and think about it. I think that the the United States health agencies like CDC, NIH, NIEID, Francis Collins, Fauci, all of these people were involved in making this, doing this gain-of-function research. And all of these people, I think, need to be held accountable because I believe the United States has a much stronger role than you are willing to admit because it scares you. And you can't believe this has happened, but I believe it did. And as such, I'm trying to say that um, it is my hope that across time, all of these people who are connected with this virus with this quote-unquote pandemic, which it was never a pandemic, that was a fraud, to say it was a pandemic. Um, all that were connected from Fauci to Francis Collins to Walensky to Ja, everyone in the Trump administration, everyone in the Biden administration should be held accountable, questioned, and even imprisoned. Thank you. The pandemic may be over for some, But millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Hey, welcome back. Second segment of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour um, brought to you by the America Outlaw Talk Radio. Um, remember the America Outlaw Talk Radio plays on the iHeart Radio Network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser, anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa where we stream 
And now you can also hear them on the podcast on those same apps. The thing is that all of my shows, so like when I show today, they go to podcast the following day after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. So you can hear them on Spotify. You could hear these podcasts, well, the talk shows as podcasts on Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcast, and many more. So I'm asking you to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for me. It will help. Be sure to make the America Out Loud, AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. Because we all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts, the videos. <clears throat> um, the reality is, what you could do is, <clears throat> you could find out more about this show and America Out Loud and the latest podcast, if you go to the menu navigation bar at America Out Loud under our shows or schedule and look for the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. I also wanted to thank you again for patronizing and supporting America Out Loud and Malcolm. Remember my Substack? Go to it. It's Alexander COVID News. That's Alexander Space COVID Space News. I make that blog available to you for free. There's a $29 annual fee if you want to pay because it supports me. If you want to support me in any way, go to Zell, that's Z-E-L-L-E, and um, the email address is sr7283 at gmail.com. Any sort of financial help will be really appreciated from you. Um, look, the wellness company, people like McCullough and myself and Rish, we support the wellness company. They could be found at twc.health and you know it's a kind of online healthcare um, system where you can trust um, you could get uh, online medical care from trusted medical professionals access to uncensored content again that's twc.health you get a range of nutraceuticals and um, prescriptions exclusive treatment packages etc so what I wanted to do is there's a um, COVID, there's a COVID long haul, um, because of long haul COVID, um, there's a website that I would like you to go to. It's um, that you could buy the spike recovery. It's um, the spike protein from the virus as well as from the vaccine, much higher load from vaccine because remember <clears throat> the mRNA, it was doctored in a way, especially encapsulated in, in the lipid nanoparticle, to give it to hide it from the immune system so it's not destroyed by, by enzymes, you know, RNAs, etc. And to give it more translational capacity so that much more spike is produced for much more longer periods. We have we have indications of spike protein and subunits S1, S2, um, the mRNA, etc. Existing in tissues for months, years after. We have research by Rolken et al. in cell, Patterson et al. showing spike in tissues 16 to 20 months post infection and shot. Um, so go and try to get this spike recovery product from the wellness company. It's composed of natokinase, which is this natural blood thinner. We've seen a lot of good research on natokinase, bromelain, and curcumin. Uh, and um, but the spike recovery with um, NATO kinase. If you go to the TWC link, um, you can find the spike recovery there. 
and uh, consider it. It's the link is https colon forward slash forward slash www.twc.health forward slash collections that's c o l l e c t i o n s forward slash covid19 forward slash products forward slash long as l o n g hyphen hall h a u l hyphen formula f o r m u l a question mark ref r e f with an equal sign and then capital p a u l please go there and um look at the uh, spike recovery product and see if you'd consider having it look i wanted to get into some um to some stories right now that i think is very important we saw that the denver broncos and this goes back to this mrna technology gene based vaccine that is wreaking so much havoc because remember the the key here is <clears throat> this is not natural mrna they've made synthetic mrna that they're injecting into you that mrna uh codes translates to the spike protein the spike protein your immune system is supposed to see it and build an immunological memory response to it but that spike protein has turned out to be deadly in itself it is an endothelial pathogen endothelial in the sense that the endothelial cells is a layer of cells that lines that lines the, the vessels of your vasculature so we talking about your arteries veins capillaries etc and the spike protein damages the vasculature causing bleeding and clotting etc so now we have the denver broncos kid kj hamler H A M L E R is his surname. He's a player with them, and he has now come out saying he has pericarditis, myocarditis, and the Broncos are indicating that they're waiving him for the next season. So my question: I wrote a blog in Alexander COVID News is, which other players besides Hamler have COVID mRNA vaccine-related heart damage? So you know, silent pericarditis, silent myocarditis. Remember, the pericardium is a thin sac that surrounds the heart. And it functions to protect the heart and lubricate the heart and keep it in place within your chest. But the pericardium could become inflamed. And pericarditis, that condition is swelling of the pericardium. And what we found out conclusively is that the mRNA COVID shot can cause swelling of the pericardium and swelling of the heart muscle, which results in myocarditis. So I want to say that um, when we saw Damar Hamlin from the Buffalo Bills collapse on the field last season and he needed 12 minutes of CPR, he basically died on the field. And this mRNA shot is causing what we call silent myocarditis and silent pericarditis where the heart muscle itself is scarred and scarred forever. So the electrical conduction is already damaged, yet the heart compensates somewhat, especially in a younger heart. However, in episodes of exertion and physical activity, when catecholamines, which are the umbrella term for adrenaline, norepinephrine, epinephrine, etc., when these get released into the bloodstream and, and, and floods onto a, a, a heart, that it has scars, damaged by myocarditis, etc. 
that puts too much strain on the heart and the heart could go into regular beats and you could get cardiac arrest. So Damar Hamlin uh, suffered cardiac arrest on the field and he literally died and they had to paddle him, shock his heart, CPR him to keep him alive and he survived. But had it gone on just a bit more, Damar Hamlin would have been dead because his brain would have stopped. You need to understand we are seeing this phenomenon now repeatedly, almost daily, where strong, healthy young people with silent myocarditis are dropping dead. They're dying in their sleep. They're dying in a phenomenon we call dying at dawn, etc. So the problem is you have this elevation of stress, uh, Catecholamines like adrenaline flooding into the system, especially when you're rising in the, at dawn. That's covering these cases dying at dawn. You have these catecholamines flooding the, the heart and um, causing irregular beats and cardiac arrest. And pilots in cockpits, bus drivers, anyone in stressful situation, athletes on the playing field. Um. The problem is that once they get into exertion and the catecholamines are, re are released, then you can have cardiac arrest. So I'm arguing that the Denver Broncos, KJ Hamler, has pericarditis and that. The NFL needs to be warned, especially in this offseason coming up to the beginning of the season. You're going to have more Damar Hamlins. You're going to have more KJ Hamlers. Look, it's no surprise that we've been arguing about what happened to Jamie Foxx with his stroke. We are saying this is vaccine-induced, mRNA vaccine-induced. We have Tori Kelly, the, the TikTok influencer, and her, and her issues with the vaccine. You know, we have Al Roker, if you remember the famous Al Roker um, stroke. You know, Jamie Foxx, as I mentioned. You have Shane Warne, the cricketer. You have all of these people who are young, healthy people. You have you have um Dion Sanders, NFL great. <clears throat> he lost his toes, amputated, he had blood clots, etc. And at risk right now of losing his legs. This mRNA vaccine, the mRNA vaccine, that technology, the mRNA technology created and invented by Robert Malone, Drew Wiseman, Caitlin Carrico, vaccine makers, Albert Bula, Pfizer, Stefan Bansel of Moderna, Uga Sahin of BioNTech, all of these people... <clears throat> Tony Fauci, Francis Collins, all of these people involved with the vaccine. These people brought death. They knew that the mRNA technology was unsafe. Whether base mRNA technology they invent or the modified version where they replace uracil with, with, with pseudo-methylated uracil, etc. This is the same thing. The mRNA technology was deadly. It was never safety tested. It should have never been given over to the vaccine makers to be used. 
in the mRNA vaccine. All of these people must be investigated. And I want to warn the NFL, like how I'm warning the airline industry again. They're going to take two or three commercial airlines with 300 passengers each to fall from the sky. We have about 15 pilots right now we've logged. About seven of them, cardiac arrest as the plane was taxiing for takeoff. About six of them, cardiac arrest after the plane landed. Thank God for the second pilot, etc. We have about three or four pilots who died in flight. We have stewardesses who have died. This is no joke. The airline industry, the NTSB, FAA, must step in on mandated all pilots. All. And never consider the single pilot madness that they're talking about to deal with the shortage of pilots. That would be insanity. There must be redundancy in the cockpit and in a plane for a reason. I want the airline industry, etc., to understand that all pilots, myocarditis, silent and silent pericarditis, should be ruled out before they get into the cockpit. Same, NFL players, you need to rule out myocarditis before you get back onto that field. You will die. Some of you will die. You will suffer cardiac arrest. Go and ask KJ Hamler of the Denver Broncos why he has pericarditis now. We have a very, very serious issue. Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills was not a one-off. Many of the NFL players, hockey players, they are vaccine injured and they don't know it. They have silent myocarditis. It's a very, very important thing that we consider the risks involved. And the truth of the matter is that uh, um, this vaccine is not safe. It should be pulled from market. It should have been pulled from market many years. When I say many years now, two years now, you should have actually removed it because it was deadly and it continues to be deadly. No child, no healthy child in America must ever get these shots. Parents must stand their ground and do not succumb to giving these shots. Um, we have a very serious issue with this with this vaccine. And I think the big problem is a lot of people are scared now. They know it's the vaccine. You're hearing of young people dying in the Caribbean, in Europe, in America, wherever. You know it's the vaccine, but you don't want to admit because you can't believe you were that fooled. You can't. But you know something is wrong. Too many people falling ill, dropping dead from the shot. And all could be traced to the shot, the dying poor shot. So you know that. And you're scared. And I agree with you. I, I feel very hurt for a lot of people who have succumbed to this. The truth of the matter is that um, the mRNA technology, we always knew it was bad. The lipid nanoparticle technology, we always knew it was bad. So by bringing it, they have really brought death to us. And the truth of the matter is that many people have been incentivized to push this. And now we have a lot of young people, a lot of healthy people who have this shot in them and they just want it out. And that's why two of the wellness companies that me and McCullough and we support, we have been um, 
talking about the, the utility and the benefits of NATO kinase. NATO kinase is a natural blood thinner, a fibrinolytic fibro, um, substance. And the preliminary evidence, especially with, with bromelain and etc., is that it dissolves and it disrupts and it, it, it rips apart the spike protein so it can't have the mechanism of action. So you should consider any sort of product that, that dissolves spike protein and gives you any kind of support. A lot of people walk up to me and say, Dr. Alexander, I just want to get it out of me. I just I just had the virus. Say, yeah, you still have spike protein operating. Oh, I just had um, I just took the shot. Well, for sure, you have a problem. So the truth of the matter is that um we are calling for a complete withdrawal of the vaccine in total from the market. Complete. Um, nobody should be getting any more of these shots. Omicron is as mildest. It's mildest. The pandemic is over. This fraud pandemic, it was never ever a pandemic with an infection fatality rate of 0.05% for 75 years or on below. This was just a fraud lie to topple President Trump and to damage America. Thank you. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. <clears throat> Welcome to the third hour. The third segment of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Once again, giving us freedom to speak, trying to survive this work cancel culture. And um, in this segment, I want to touch on uh, a couple of items that I think are very important. One is um, just updating on the on the drudge reporting on uh, 
the efforts to um to destroy President Trump and to get him assassinated as well as in prison. There's a report on the Hill now talking about um the judge, the magistrate judge, uh handling the arraignment, warned President Trump about bribing or influencing witnesses. I mean, everything putrid and filthy that they could do this man, they will do. Look, life is an even thing, hopefully, and, and the hand of life equalizes everything. We have to pray that in our lifetime, with our eyes, we see that Republicans with stones, with testicles, not, not Speaker McCarthy and these losers, not the debauled, eunuch Republicans right now. We need real Mandingo men and women who could come up in there and make sure that the Justice Department <clears throat> use the same Justice Department the exact same way and perp walk Hunter, perp walk Garland, perp walk all of them who are using the justice illegally right now, going after Trump. We have to return what they have done in kind and more. We cannot let this go unanswered. We have to impeach Biden. We have to impeach every one of them. We have to do exactly the same things they have done to Trump and some. I think that's the only way the nation can heal because this is just filthy, filthy madness. There's a story about six white police officers in Mississippi admitting to torturing black men. Brutal assault, subsequent cover-up is a real problem for me in the sense that you can hear in my accent that I, I, am, I have Caribbean roots on this, colored roots. <clears throat> I want those police officers to defend themselves and have equal justice under law. But if they're found guilty, I want them punished to the harshest measures possible, stripped of their money and imprisoned. That's what I want. And I really want one day to, for us to have a serious conversation, <clears throat> a serious conversation about ethnicity and race, etc. Not race, because race, we're all members of the human race. But I mean ethnicity and issues around color and all of these things, because I have my own opinions. Some of you may agree, some will not. But I like people punished. I am for law and order. I want white people punished, black people punished. I want every type of people punished when they commit, when they break the law. I don't care who you are. I don't. I want you all, I want everyone to be held equally accountable under the law. And we need to expand the conversation properly. We have to take into account personal responsibility and behaviors. We can't just make this about a race issue. We have to understand that people who commit bad behavior have to be held accountable. I've been covering in my Substack recently some, um, a lot of, um, I've been focusing a lot on remdesivir. Remdesivir was this failed Ebola drug. It failed. It was a failed drug that killed people. 
It was kidney and liver toxic. It damaged the organs. It never worked. Remdesivir was like Tamiflu. It was a drug in search of a pandemic, an influenza outbreak, and they gave it one. Remdesivir is now it was a, is, is a, a drug in, in search of a disease, and they gave it COVID. It's a very filthy, putrid thing that they've done because, because when the NIH approved and, and made Remdesivir the standard of care, that the that Fauci in the White House made that press conference. Fauci was such a criminal and a liar that he knew that little short green goblin, that he knew that morning, early that morning, on that same day, I know because I was covering the science, that Wang et al., W-A-N-G et al., published in Lancet, a study that was a key study that the media and Fauci and the whole administration, Han from the FDA, they all pretended did not exist. And that remdesivir study showed that remdesivir was not effective in reducing patient important outcomes. In fact, it showed that it was harmful and the study was stopped early for harms. If you go to the study, the remdesivir study by Wang et al., published in Lancet, the same day that NIH and Fauci trotted out remdesivir as a standard of care, you would see that the uh, remdesivir, the intervention group, had substantially more harms than the control group, non-remdesivir. Right now, I'm focusing on remdesivir again because remdesivir is given in hospitals in people who are very sick and it destroys the kidneys and liver. It kills them. We have a lot of good research. There's a study by Wu et al. Looking at acute kidney injury after remdesivir use. Found that, found that there's increased risk in male patients. There's increased risk for persons over 65. A distinct association with remdesivir and acute kidney injury. injury. More acute kidney injury events occur in male patients than those above 65. There's a significant association in that study between remdesivir and acute kidney injury relative um, ratio of odds ratio is 2.81. 95% confidence interval 2.48 to 3.18. So once the ratio did not include the number one, means the numerator and the denominator were the same so that the ratio would be one. Once it did not include one, it means the numerator and the denominator were not the same. Once that 95% confidence interval does not include the number one, 1 1.0, meaning that the ratio is the same, that means that there's a significant, significant association. So we have strong evidence showing the issues that we face in terms of the deadliness of remdesivir. Yet, it still remains a standard of care. We have a very important study that came out today on lockdowns. 
that showed that the UK government ignored the lockdown child suicides, meaning whilst the United Kingdom was locking down with the United States and Canada, child suicides was escalating just from the lockdowns. The school closures that were that 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 were on top of the lockdowns. I knew the data in the United States because the states were rolling the data up to my office and, and us at Health and Human Services. And we were getting reports of eight, nine-year-old, ten-year-old American children. They hung themselves. Parents found them in their bedrooms dangling on a rope from the school closures. They couldn't take it. They were they, they were depressed. They killed themselves. That's the legacy of COVID. That's the legacy of Fauci and Burks. The blood of those children rested the hands and the feet of Fauci and Burks and Han and all of these people and John Walensky. We must never forget them. You know like how you have the Jewish people, the Nazi hunters? That we had people who dedicated their lives to bring Goring and Himmler and Hess and Klaus Barbie and Yosef uh, Mengele, the angel of death. Do you remember their whole lives? They hunted them down. Remember that they opened Spandau prison for Hess, the only prisoner, if my memory serves me right, to make sure he served every day and every year of his life there for their crimes. Well, we must do the same here. We must, we must create a new category, not Nazi hunter. We call them the COVID hunters. And we're going to hunt down every doctor, every academic scientist, everyone at CDC and NIH and Health Canada and FAC and SAGE in England, all. We're going to bring them to justice. And we're going to do that legally and properly. We need to bring them into proper courtrooms and tribunals and try them. Howard New, Theresa Tam, Davila, Doug Ford, all of these people, all of them, everyone, Fauci, Burks, Ja, Walensky, every single one, Wiseman, Carrico, Bula, Bansel, everyone, Ralph Barrick, Peter Dazek. All of them. We must never forget them. We must hunt them down. Yes. I don't mean with guns. I don't mean to shoot them. I mean bring them in. Bring them into a proper courtroom. Get them be investigated properly and deposed. And let the lawyers put on the best defense they can for them. Because if they can show that they tried their best and they were above board, we let them go. We let them live good lives and make sure they get their salaries and their pensions. We even erect statues for them. We do everything we could. But if we could show from the data that their actions and policies kill people, which we know we can show because the data exists today, that they lock down lunacy, that they school closure lunacy, that they business closure lunacy, that they shielding and they shelter in place, that all of the COVID policies, every single one of them, did nothing 
to curb transmission of death, that they in fact contributed to death and harms. If we show that in a proper legal setting, with proper judges, proper courtrooms, full, full trials, where everybody is afforded all equal protections under law, but we show that their actions costed lives, then if a judge rules that we must strip them of every penny and clean them out, we must do it. Clean them out financially. Make them destitute walking in the streets bare feet. If a judge says that they must be imprisoned for life, we imprison them for life. We imprison Fauci, Francis Collins, all of them. And if a same judge says that what they're looking at rises to the crime of capital murder in the sense of that they must face the death penalty. If a judge puts the death penalty on the table and says what they did here deserves the death penalty, I say put it on the table and let the jury decide the sentence. I say if a judge say put people to death for what they did, innocent people in COVID, I say put them to death. I don't care who you are. Could be in Congress, could be in the Senate, could be members of Parliament in the British Westminster system, in Canada and Britain. Put them to death. Hang them publicly even. Hang them high for what they did. Because they knew three and a half years ago, people like me wrote. People like me were already speaking of me, Bhattacharya, Kuldorf, Sunichok Gupta, Scott Atlas. We were speaking out. We were giving them all the information and it is written. I have emails. I have letters. We have videos. We were on Fox. We were on everywhere. So they could never lie and say they never heard any, any of this. Oh, no, 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 no. What they did was they decided not. Not to listen to what we were seeing. Not to pay the attention to the science. Because what they were really were people who did not understand the science. They could not read the data, but they couldn't admit that. They couldn't admit that they were technically incompetent, academically sloppy people, intellectually lazy. They couldn't sit down and read a scientific paper from front to back to understand the science. They couldn't. So all they did was discounted us. Just because they couldn't understand, because they were stupid people. The medical schools spit them out. Stupid, inept, incompetent people. And that's who we had running the public health response. That's why your doctors, it was so easy for them, your doctor, to accept the lockdowns and the vaccine and the natural immunity was inferior. You know why? Because they were inept and incompetent. They come to me privately and say, boy, Paul, all we did in medical school was two hours of virology. Two hours of immunology, one hour of vaccinology. I have two years every single day, at least four or five hours reading immunology papers, vaccinology papers, virology papers. I am heavily worked in the area now. I'm not an expert, but I'm more expert than experts today. Peter McCullough, Harvey Rich. How do you think we get here? Ramin Osqui. Rest in peace. Zeb Zalinko, rest in peace. How do you think we got here? 
It's because we heavily work and we study every day. We look at both sides of the issues. I only talk about Trump. I don't talk about conservatives. I load conservatives and Republicans. They're all frauds, just like Democrats. So people like me read the science on both sides, and I read both arguments. So when you speak to somebody like us, we come in at you broadly and deeply in a way that those idiots at CDC can't or, or help Canada because they don't read anything to begin with. And when they are listening to something, it's just what they want to listen that was square with a twisted, distorted, warped view of the issue. Very myopic, very short-sighted, very inflexible in their thinking. That's why we're here where we are. So, the UK report is saying today that the UK government ignored indications very early on that the lockdowns were causing children to kill themselves. So we punish them, as I say. We punish all those. I wrote that in my substack, Alexander COVID News. Please go to my substack, it's free. A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R space COVID space news. Go to my, my writings at Brownstone where I talked about lockdowns. And I showed that the lockdowns, not one lockdown anywhere in the world. Stop transmission or stop death. All failed, all school closures. They killed our children and we have to jail them for that. We punish them, we hang them. Thank you.